the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Rescuers radio show at Faith Talk 1360 and 1360.com. And uh, happy holidays. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And here we are right after that and... uh, on to the next holiday season. Advent is where we are right now. I'm very happy to have a very special guest today, a a great friend of mine, uh, brother in Christ, prayer warrior. There's so many adjectives I have for this guy. Terry, all in Hamlin. Yes, that's right, Art. Uh, (laughs) We we have done a lot of ministry together, but um, a little about myself to uh, familiarize the a radio audience. Um, I was born in Cheyenne, Wyoming, by the grace of God. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in an alcoholic family. My father was an alcoholic, and uh, I was a very good student. I just learned all the wrong ways to do s- stuff, and uh, I became an alcoholic and pursued that career uh, through a marriage uh, that uh, will culminate uh, this uh April 20th in 20 in 50 years. Goodness wow. sakes. Wow. You know, and uh, she put up with a lot of stuff. Uh, long story short. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, uh, came to uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, when I split up with her and uh, we had been very successful in the real estate business and I took a job as a um, uh, golf marketing down here. And then the Lord got a hold of me and turned my uh, life around, uh, transformed my life. Uh, as an alcoholic, I went to uh, the AA program and uh, um, shortly thereafter had a uh, white light spiritual awakening and uh, read the Bible and uh, committed my life to Christ. And uh, it's been quite a journey. <laughs> Well, I know it has been for you, and you you spent most of your years after leaving Wyoming in Colorado, correct? Correct. Western Slope of Colorado, Grand Junction right. to be exact. Grew up on a small uh, farm over there as a uh, sheep herder, and uh, so I was familiar with sheep. They're very uh, dumb and uh, <laughs> follow the leader and uh, are lost most of the time, like I was. You know, I lived in Wyoming for about 10 years when I first started radio, 
And I learned one thing about uh, our tower. We had two towers to our station. They were in a, a, a sheep pasture. And coyote or eagle, either either one, would spook the herd of sheep, and they didn't know any better how to run away, so they piled onto each other. And a rancher's worst nightmare, nightmare right? So they start getting them off because it would spoil the 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 meat, and uh, so they are they are not really bright. No, they're, no, no, they're not. <laughs> kind of like people, right? <laughs> I think that's why the Lord says hurting us all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so you're, you're, you were in Colorado and you did a lot of different things. I, I know, I remember you saying that you were once a, uh, rescuer on the, the snow slopes. Yeah. I, uh, kind of grew up in Western Colorado and, uh, taught myself to ski and, uh, then became a ski patrolman and then the head of the ski patrol at, uh, a well-known, uh, resort called Cresta Butte, Colorado. And uh, we incorporated the town when 16 of us were living up on the mountain. And I was on the council and water and sand board and board of adjustments and mayor and anything you could do with a small group like that. I think uh, Vale Associates bought uh, the ski resort about three years ago, and it's a whole different place now. (laughs) Well, I remember I remember you sharing stories uh, about your trail to Arizona involved a, a very great uh, individual by the name of Bill Bright. It did. Uh, it's uh, at the time I was a public affairs officer and uh, I guess a marketing guy for FEMA. I had been recruited because I had been in charge of a a billion dollar project in public affairs. And they had heard my uh, name and after, in, in 1980, just at the beginning of the Reagan administration, uh, they combined the old civil defense preparedness program and uh, another one uh, to, to uh, form FEMA. And uh, so I traveled a lot with FEMA, became one of their uh, most experienced uh, uh, public affairs officers and government relations officers. And uh, so I traveled a lot of the country, and uh, I forget now. What was the question you asked? Um, Bill Bright. <laughs> Bill Bright. I think Bill was instrumental in getting you yes, to Arizona, Yes, right? very much. Very, <laughs> very much. Uh, Bill was the—every uh, place I'd go for FEMA, I'd run into Bill Bright. He was on a pheasant hunt in South Dakota. He was uh, meeting with church officials in uh, California— uh, you know, for members of our worldwide audience, by the way, that may not know Bill Bright, he was the head of uh, Campus Crusade for Christ, right? Yes, he founded uh, Campus Crusade for Christ, and it's now called Crew, and it continues today, and it became a worldwide ministry. And in uh, 1994, uh, a group of us were meeting, and he challenged us to uh, start uh, Pinnacle Forum which uh, you're familiar with and and uh, some of the uh, listenership may be familiar with. But uh, we were in Phoenix, and uh, three of us uh, uh, lived here full-time, and three had uh, second homes here and came in from other parts of the country. And uh, we started that, and uh, it's been a very successful uh, ministry. Uh, individuals of uh, renown were renowned were involved in, uh, and you were involved, and we did a lot of ministry. Yeah, we did. Uh, so 
Terry in my life is not only a good friend and a, and a brother in Christ, but uh, this guy is a prayer warrior. And and by the way, if you're ever on a plane and you're sitting next to uh, to this gentleman, Terry Hamlin, uh, he's going to ask you if you if you know the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's not he's not afraid to uh, enter into that discussion. Well, I'm I'm not bashful. Uh, the Lord has <laughs> gifted me as an evangelist, and I will uh, start the conversation. In I my personal opinion, a very non-threatening way, you know, uh, they'll ask, uh, well, what happened to you? And I said, well, I made a, met a man who changed my life. Uh, would you like to meet him? And they say, yes, very much so. And I say, well, he is Jesus. Has he become your Lord and Savior? And they get to answer yay or nay. And, uh, you know, it's just my job to ask. And whatever their answer is, that's between them and God. So before we go too too much deeper into the program, I have to ask if if you were paying attention when I introduced Terry, it's Terry All In Hamlin. Explain All In to us, would you? Well, that's kind of a but a long story, but I'll make a long story short. Oh, we got time. My my father was not only an alcoholic, but he was a gambler. And uh, I started drinking at an early age, crawling around underneath the poker table, uh, taking hits off the beer. And, uh, and uh, but he had played poker since he was in the service and, uh, and in World War II. And uh, so he named me uh, what I used to say was Alan, but is really all in. It's spelled A-L-L-I-N. Allen or all in if you pronounce it correctly. So uh, I started a ministry called uh, 501c3 called All In, and it is based on uh, John 17, uh, Jesus' high holy prayer, verses 20 and 21, where he prays that uh, all will be in with Christ. And that's our prayer. So tongue-in-cheek, naming naming your son All In— <laughs> Uh, you didn't know until much later in life the the uh, the effect of that. No, I I didn't impact. I didn't uh, recognize the significance of that until oh you know probably twenty years into sobriety, <laughs> uh, and uh, I had left Pinnacle Forum and was looking for uh, a name for uh, the ministry, which now uh, ministers primarily to alcoholics and drug addicts. Uh, and then uh, I read, uh, I was reading Jesus' High and Holy Prayer uh, from John 17 one day, and, and there it was, all in. And I said, that's my uh, <laughs> real name is not Alan, but it is all in. All in. And now you have a nonprofit organization uh, in, that, in that name. So um, Pinnacle Forum, uh, you were right at the front end of that. And that's a very different kind of a ministry, correct? Yes, it it was really uh, uh, formed. Uh, Dr. Bright said, uh, you know, he he knew some Christians, but there were a lot of CEOs and people in leadership who were Christians but remained closeted because of uh, their—they didn't want to upset the apple cart or upset their business. Closeted. Closeted. (laughs) And um, so— we uh, would begin to form the uh, the group of leadership 
and it was a leadership of influence, not wealth. Uh, although there are some very wealthy people in Pinnacle Forum, uh, there are people who are council members who may run the corner gas station or whatever, but they do have influence. Uh, we And we, we tried to uh, reach those who were in media, like yourself, Art, or in uh, <laughs> uh, pictures, uh, uh, moving pictures. And um, so uh, the military, uh, the uh, uh, those people in leadership, uh, Jerry Coangelo was involved locally, uh, as, in, as was Mike Ingram and... Uh, and I used to call them the headliners. Uh, even old Joe Garagiola, who came to our uh, Bible study, and we couldn't call it uh, a Bible study, <laughs> or we couldn't even call it by uh, Ecclesiastes. We call it the Lost Journals of Solomon, because uh, old Joe uh, would go home to his wife, Audrey, and and she he couldn't tell her that he was in a Bible study. So... Uh, uh, later on, uh, old Joe wa- was walking out of the Phoenix Country Club with me and said, uh, you know, uh, I've had one of these books, he was speaking about the Bible, <laughs> on my shelf for 50 years, and I've never knew what it said. And now I do. So he would take copious notes and then set Audrey, his wife, and housekeeper down and review the uh, the um, lesson for the day, which was taught by... Uh, uh, Walt Callistead, and uh, who was a pastor uh, of uh, uh, of an evangelical free church, and uh, Daryl Dalhousay, who retired from uh, Scottsdale Bible and and uh, had started the Phoenix Seminary, and uh, Daryl led the Bible study for years and years. So I I hope our audience is now getting the flavor of of who Terry All In Hamlin is because. Uh, around him always spins off famous people, uh, people that are that are new to Christ in, in a lot of cases. Uh, and I like what you said because this group was a group of uh, significance, and um, out of that, uh, they they were able to move mountains, uh, and and they did have they did have the like the seven mountains of, uh, like you pointed out, some of them, media, education, military, whatever they, whatever they were, and they focused on those points, uh, motion, uh, you know, the movie uh, industry. I know Steve Fideski followed you as the head of uh, Pinnacle Forum, and, uh, and we all know that he's gone on to, uh, through uh, pure flicks and now to cloudburst his new his new endeavor but um but but people around Terry Hamlin are spun off into doing great things and 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 it all starts with you you are the root <laughs> it's not a bitter root by the way you are the root well since i came to the lord and i give all the glory to the lord yeah. because he's the one that allowed me to uh, you know, my favorite verse is um, in Jeremiah is, he has a plan and purpose for you. And uh, uh, I uh, I just suit up and show up uh, where God <laughs> leads me. And, and every once in a while I say, uh, well, this is, uh, if it's odd, it's God. <laughs> and um, in fact, this morning I was discipling a guy who had had a drinking problem and uh, 
He committed his life to uh, Christ a couple of weeks ago. And um, he's saying, what a difference the transformed life uh, has made. And he's uh, trying, he's uh, repented and and he's reconciling with his wife. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's amazing what God can do. Absolutely. Well, I, I want to I want to share a story uh, about Terry and and our my connection with him goes over I don't know the last fifteen years or more I don't know something like that. And you were young when I started, <laughs> but you're like me now. <laughs> I think we're about the same age. I don't know, but um, uh, one day uh, at lunch or coffee, which we have a lot of coffees in our history, in our history. Uh, I said, God I was calling me into um, a, an area of of pastoring, of not pastoring, but ministry that I was really afraid of. And that was uh, to start a movement within the media industry called Christians in Media. And ter- when I shared that with Terry, uh, I said, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do. And you said, well, let's pray. And and Terry is a huge prayer warrior, and he has been in my life for a long time. And we prayed over that, not knowing what was going to happen. I always thought I, the, the idea was mine to give away to somebody else, which I tried again and again and again to people who had organized things like this, and it just kept coming back to me. And Terry was uh, very not so gracious, saying, "It's for you. <laughs> Would you get it done?" So we we did. We had a we had a successful uh, ministry movement within the media business called Christians in Media for quite a number of years, and um, and uh, there's no born list of Christians that work in media, <laughs> so we had to use word of mouth. And the very first one, which I'm sure you remember. Uh, was hosted by Bethany Bible by some friends of uh, some radio stations in town that went there and they helped organize this. And uh, we didn't know. I, I, I said to Terry, we'll be lucky if 20, 25 people show up. We had about over 200 people show up at the first lunch. And uh, that was God's shaking his head. See, <laughs> this is why we're doing this. And but you you you're you're infamous for for those kinds of things and uh, there's a there's a, a a name or a verbiage running around in my head right now that I got to get out to you because uh, I was asked to get involved in Pinnacle Forum and to be a speaker at at one of their conventions here in Phoenix and uh, I think I said something to Terry like Terry I can't do this because I'm not one of those guys like I was trying to define who these guys were. And he said to me, you have cultural capital. Now explain to me what that is. Well, cultural cultural capital is actually a phrase that uh, one of the guys who helped start Pinnacle Forum, uh, Merrill Oster, used, and it was just influence. Uh, the influence, no matter where it is, uh, whether you're a, a police a captain or or a policeman or officer or whatever, uh, you know, first responder or whatever, you can use your cultural capital to share uh, Christ's love with those who do not may, maybe uh, 
don't believe. Uh, and you don't have to say any word. Just by your actions, uh, you can demonstrate the light that shows through you. Uh, I was reading in uh, Psalm 119, uh, I think, uh, verse 95 through 112. And he says, "You'll." Uh, uh, Christ says, uh, or the psalmist says, um, you'll be a light unto my feet. And uh, we're to be a light unto uh, the feet of others as well. So uh, that's what uh, cultural capital is. Well, and and, and another uh, point of that uh, that I never saw coming, Terry never saw it coming, but together uh, we prayed through this thing and uh, the, the three major programs that were aired here in Arizona, only in Arizona, uh, Crystal Darkness for the Meth Issue, uh, Hooked uh, Tracking Heroin's Hold on Arizona, and um, From Prescription to Addiction on the Opioid Issue. Those were mighty large project, uh, projects that I couldn't get my arms around, but, but through Terry's prayer help and prayer warriors around us, uh, is it any mystery that in our steering committee, most of the people at the steering committee were Christians? <laughs> is that a, is that a, that, that's, if it's odd, it's God, right? If it's odd, it's God. <laughs> and he works in mysterious ways, yes, sometimes beyond our belief, because um, we're, we're just lower than dirt, really. Uh, we're sinners. <laughs> Thank you very and, much. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm counting you as lower than dirt. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he he has a plan and purpose for us. And, uh, you know, we'll be rewarded in heaven for those things that are according to his plan and purpose, and the rest of it will burn up <laughs> like stubble and straw. Right? <laughs> and he cleans us up and dusts us off and sends us on our way that... Uh, that he has painted out for us, right? He, he does. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but he does. With all the kicking and fighting that I put up, but uh, for 24 years since I came to Christ, it's been uh, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. And and Terry is one of those guys that uh, instigates a lot of the a lot of those movements here in the valley in Arizona, uh, across the country. Uh, right now, uh, you helped organize. Uh, a prayer group for law enforcement here in the valley. Yes, yes. I uh, I saw the the pe- the people in blue taking uh, a brunt of uh, for things that they do that are designed to protect us. So we uh, decided that we would pray for uh, the individuals, uh, the police force, uh, those in police. And and I organized a group, and out of this has come this program, Rescuers. Yeah. Because uh, you had mentioned that you were thinking about starting this program, and uh, I had a car that I was trying to get rid of, uh, <laughs> and uh, so we financed it. We got rid of the car and financed the program. But uh, you know, I feel thank you very that, much. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> Praise welcome. Praise God. And, Praise God. <laughs> and I think you now have uh, some other support that yeah. you've generated, uh, which is the way God works. He will always provide for those who are uh, acting according to his plan and purpose. Absolutely. So, um, and it doesn't matter where we are in the desert or where we are in our walk and, and how success uh, how successful we think we are, uh, the real success comes, uh, where are we in our walk with the Lord? 
and and is he in and is he honoring that and I, I i we had a talk in the car coming over here this morning or for this show and i i couldn't i was thinking about ken blanchard he has a wonderful saying of definition uh the, the definition is uh the difference between religion and christianity religion means do christianity means done right Amen to that. <laughs> Ken's a, a good friend, and uh, I've had him speak several times to Pinnacle Forum groups, and he's spoken throughout the valley. And uh, uh, he and his wife, are uh, they, they operate the Blanchard companies from the bottom up. Uh, he, calls, he's, he, he says he's, uh, and his wife joins him in that, uh, that they're CEOs uh, for Jesus and uh, CEOs for uh, the Lord. And that's the way his company runs. And it's been very successful. Well, and again, it's got a handprint from you on it with, with Ken as a, as a friend and a, and a brother in Christ. So uh, we're, my gosh, the time flies. We're already in our last couple minutes of the show. But um, I have a question for you. Like, this, this year will never be forgotten. We all want to forget this year, but it'll probably never be forgotten in our generation, right? The year of COVID-19. So uh, I like asking my guests at, towards the end of each each show that we do, uh, at the end of COVID, what's your story going to be? Uh, God's in charge. He's sovereign. He Nothing takes him by surprise. Uh, you know, and uh, this uh, covid Um, program as part of his plan and politically as well god bless you terry you're a great friend and a great uh, uh, follower of christ thanks for being on rescuers the rescuers radio show is on faithtalk1360.com kpxq over the air 1360 you can listen to the podcast of our shows on spotify um Apple Podcast or Instagram or Facebook, you'll see us all. Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM.